Hello and welcome to another edition of Bertie and Paul. It's actually just me this morning. Uh, my wife has left the house for the first time in three years to go to work and I had lots of stuff rattling around in my head regarding last night's game. So I thought since Martin's going back in the, the plane, I think, or train maybe back to London, I thought I'd fire out a quick podcast of my thoughts on last night's game. So there we go. We'll give it a shot, why not? There is a there is a there is an area of a middle aged man sitting, he's all happy by himself because his wife's left the, the house for the first time trying to tell Celtic how to be better, but look, it is what it is. We love it. Ultimately, last night was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Great. It was amazing. That's exactly what Fergus McCann envisaged all those years ago. It's exactly what we envisaged uh, myself and John McGonagall going to the game for the first time in that brand new stadium when it was just like half of it done and we watched Newcastle come out. That's exactly what was envisaged then and that's exactly what its purpose is. End of story. They laughed at Lawwell with his lights, the Rangers fans, but all that stuff comes together in a night like that. That's what Celtic is all about and it's phenomenal. You've got, you've got a great thank you to uh, Lawwell, Fergus McCann, Dermot Desmond um, and Ange today for putting that team together. All the backroom staff, all those people that brought through people like Callum McGregor because he was immense and we need to start to thank be grateful for that sort of stuff Greg Taylor for becoming a professional football player leaving Kilmarnock and actually getting getting it when so many different Scottish players have not got it so I'm eternally grateful for last night and really that isn't uh, and we will talk about that tonight in regards to atmosphere and what Celtic are but I just wanted to be thankful for the stuff that we got last night because it was amazing the fact that my eight-year-old daughter said, Dad, I, I want to be... She's playing football for the first time on Sunday, our first game. And she said, halfway during the game, the first half, after eating all the Doritos in the house, she said, I want to be like him. And I thought she was talking about somebody else. She's like, no, I want to be like Gio, Dad. I want to be like Gio. Glacomachus uh, is amazing. And we need to start to think about... He's not actually second strength to kill. He has, He is the main man. Let's just call it what it is. But so we'll talk about all the loveliness tonight. But this is really just to talk to Chunks in the train when he's driving up, or maybe talk to John McGonagall and he's, he's uh, uh, because, yeah, it just is. Relentless fitness and concentration are all linked. Ange needs to control the natural flow of the game better. So, what happened in that game was Real Madrid watched us play amazingly the first half, incredibly, creating chance after chance after chance. But like Scottish rugby football, the rugby teams, like any other team in sport, once you play with that sort of relentlessness, which is his word, Angie's phrase, you can't do that at that level. And that, these are the reasons why. The reasons are outlined. And I'm talking about that level as I'm playing against Real Madrid. If Celtic, and Celtic are very, very close to getting to that level, but we need to manage the, the game better. We can't keep running like that all the time. And the reason being is the person embodies this is Carter Vickers. Carter Vickers plays really, really well in the first half. Really, really well. Like, he's peerless. He's in position. He's talking to his defenders. He knows exactly what he's got to do. In the second half, Carter Vickers starts lunging at people. 
he stops talking. The difference between good football players and great football players is the, the amount of communication and the amount of they're relaxed. Watch Real Madrid's defence, they're relaxed, they move the ball around and it's lovely and they're talking to each other all the time. They might not be perfect, but they're talking and they're using athleticism. Carter Vickers gets tired and when he gets tired, that's when the quality drops and the quality drops, you lose goal. So he lunges in and Hazard's got his goal. Lunges in the halfway line. And that is the reason why we need to manage these games better ourselves, not the other team manage this relentlessness word again, Angie's word, better because we could actually be so 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 much better if we just took the foot off the gas at certain times in the game and this also goes back to Carter Vickers as well and the hindrance which Rangers are to, to, to Scottish football we can go into the TV stuff but actually to Celtic as well and this is what I firmly believe and I think I'm right so there we go the point is that Carter Vickers has got plenty of evidence to tell you now that he can't do, he can't be at his best for 90 minutes in a European game if he plays on the Saturday or the Sunday. Because he just loses he just loses focus slightly and that's just who he is. We've got plenty of plenty of examples of it. And that's where Rangers are the hindrance. I listened to the Heart and Hand podcast yesterday uh, and basically the No Surrender team have surrendered the league. And for us now, People like Carter Vickers can't play in the weekend, then play in the Champions League if we want to get 90 minutes or 92 minutes of full concentration out of them. And that just if and that is if Ange wants to continue to play that style which he wants to, what you've got to do is he needs to manage special defenders better. The game is is the game is lost on our defenders being t- so tired they're not talking to each other. I mean Taylor standing by himself in the back post shouldn't happen at that level Taylor standing there really at that level is because it's so quick but you need to have crystal clear communication and if you look at the Celtic defenders and I think O'Reilly's in there there's just a clump of them all standing and Taylor's doing his job properly and also as well as this is a like a call out to Greg Taylor if any Celtic fan slags him off ever again I mean the, the boy played remarkably well last night because Jota was, wasn't giving him as much cover as he probably should have or c- could have at that level because he's trying to go forward so Angie's system means that Taylor had to just really be on it the full time and I just thought it was a remarkable uh, performance from a Scottish football player I don't even think he's a he didn't even get a game for Scotland but I thought he was, he was an amazing amazing example of what people can do if they push themselves Maybe we could maybe throw the Tosh McKinley examples aside now and go go through for Taylor. So the fact is that I, I think we're very, very close and the, the, the passion of supporting Celtic, just you think to yourself, geez, well, we could be very, very close if we just made a couple of changes, i.e. substitutions and 60 minutes, not as 70-odd minutes, and making them, just, just make them as if, so that everybody knows exactly what's going on and we know at 60 minutes, three, four players come on the pitch because I think we will we will benefit from that and I think we have shown in the last few games that when we bring the players on and in the Scottish League, the drop-off is maybe for a couple of seconds then we're back on it. But I also think that the, the substitutions are always going forward and the, and the, the striking 
sort of department or the midfield department, which is fair. But I think now, which we talked about during the summer, is having another good good defender on the bench would have helped us tremendously last night. So again, everything's going forward. But actually, the defence defensive unit could really be helped because they're so tired. I mean, Yunarovic for the first goal, and we can go through that uh, again tonight, but Yunarovic for the first goal, it's a matter of, it's just thought, he's just slightly out of position, or maybe he is in position, I don't know, but it's just a two second, he's two seconds away from making the challenge, and then uh, Victor does exactly what he's supposed to do, he just knocks it in, first touch goal. But the fact is, the longer the game goes in the second half, the longer and the tireder they get, the more these sort of slight mishaps and not communicating with each other happen and we get ripped apart. And that just is what it is if we are not taking chances at the front at the front end. So Celtic need to get that balance right and that maybe needs to bring in another defender or just resting our two defenders that are going to go and play in the game at the Champions League level because we've got a real good chance here, shall we? Uh, the, the, the game, the other game, Leipzig game, they've gave up. I mean, it, it was an unbelievable result. So Shakhtar Donetsk, we could actually get out of this group at second, but we just need to just be a bit more uh, coy. And, and that's just my humble opinion for Martin going on the, what do you say, train, bus, aeroplane today. So look, we'll do another podcast tonight. I thought I'd just get that out there just now. And again, it's not, it's just again, just looking at Celtic play Real Madrid off the park in the first half. And kind of in the back of your head, knowing what's going to happen. It's kind of frustrating, but it's also, it was just joyous last night. It was phenomenal. But we're at that stage now. We've got a team that can play a Real Madrid off the park for stages in the game. And it's amazing to watch. But a couple of wee tweaks from Angie, we could actually get back in and play somebody else and qualify through this group without just taking the foot off the gas in the the, the, the the Scottish League because Rangers have gave up and they're rubbish, absolutely rubbish and that's another conversation for another day if Hendel lets me but the fact is we've got a phenomenal chance this year to do so, so well in Europe but we just have to just make a couple of changes in my opinion to make it better uh, to, give us, to give us the maximum chance of getting out of this group because you can't play Real Madrid off the park like we did for stages of the first half and not be a good team. It's just there, it's in front of you. So anyway, I'm delighted. Thank you so much for listening. Continue to listen as our listenership grows. And uh, we'll do another proper podcast tonight. And uh, hail, hail. Thank you so much. Take care.